Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Would you stand to your feet? You'll find me in Mark's Gospel. Mark's Gospel, chapter 14. Mark's Gospel, chapter 14. You'll meet me at verse number 12. Mark's Gospel, chapter 14, verses 12 through Heavenly Father, we ask that you'll meet us in this place today. That you'll safeguard our soul from depression, from stress, from worry, from resignation, from thoughts of suicide. Keep us in perfect peace. We thank you, dear Lord, in advance for what you're going to do, not just in our finances, not just for our families. Thank you for what you're going to do to make our souls prosper. 
we declare it to be so in Jesus' name. Come on, clap your hands if you're thankful. Mark chapter 14. Mark chapter 14, verses 12 through 15. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, when it was customary to sacrifice the Passover lamb, Jesus' disciples asked him, where do you want us to go and make preparations for you to eat the Passover? So he sent two of his disciples telling them, go into the city and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him. Say to the owner of the house he enters, the teacher asks, where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He'll show you a large room upstairs, furnished and ready. Make preparations for us there. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to preach for a little while today using as a subject, check-in is not until three. Check-in is not until three. Comrades, a uh, short while ago, I was in an intense speaking tour of almost a different city every day between lecturing and preaching. On the last stop, I had to fly from Washington, D.C. to Fort Lauderdale, Florida to speak to an aggregate of young leaders at St. Thomas University at 12 noon and then preach on the campus that night at 7 p.m. I landed at 8.30 and the plan was for me to go to the hotel take a quick power nap, shower change, and then dart to my assignment. I usually travel casually and comfortably, so I charted to put on my suit only once I checked in. We got to the palatial resort only to be greeted by the front desk clerk with the disturbing news that no rooms were available. Most of the occupants had yet to check out and the other ones had yet to be cleaned. I pleaded humbly and emphatically that they needed to find me something as I wasn't appropriately dressed and needed to center my thoughts for my assignment. In full deadpan, she responded by telling me that there was absolutely nothing she could do because nothing was prepared and after all, check-in was not until three. Ladies and gentlemen, the hotel in many ways is emblematic of America's unreadiness. A whopping 80% of employees are unprepared for retirement. 
After 400 years of degradation and oppression, this nation can't seem to pronounce reparations. Because to do so, there must be repentance. This society seems not to be ready to recognize women for their brains, just their bodies. Which is why they minimize that Stacey Abrams registered more voters in this nation than anybody else in history. You add to that the fact that sisters get 72 cents to every dollar a man makes. The oligarchs and the 1% are not prepared for people to climb out of poverty because the federal minimum wage has been $7.25 since 2009 and remains that rate to this day, even though it is only worth 41% of what it was valued in 1968. Newsflash. Whoever is not prepared is going to have to get ready for some drastic changes because there's getting ready to be a shift in our community. There's getting ready to be some alterations to your income, and there are about to be some advancement for black queens. I don't know whether you realize it or not, but I'm talking to you that this is going to be an hour where people are going to have to adjust to where it is that God is taking you. Founding father Benjamin Franklin once said, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. Abraham Lincoln famously stated, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I'll spend four of those hours sharpening the axe. The African thought leader in his book, Wealth for All, living a life of success at the edge of your ability, wrote, opportunity doesn't waste time on people who are unprepared. Before the infamous incident, Will Smith savagely said, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. To be prepared is to be ready beforehand. I want you to lift your hands. I want you to hear what it is that God told me this week in prayer and preparation. Lift that hand as high as you can. God told me to tell you, today. Get prepared for the good things that are coming. Brace yourself to be mind blown. Get everything together for the greatest move of your life. And those of you who are ready for what God has in store for you, will you signal heaven right now with a clamorous sound of expectation like you are ready for what God has? We so many times rush to the communion table trying to get to the loaf of bread and the chalice of wine, and we give no pause to ambiance. 
Environment means everything to the king of kings. This is evident by the fact that when it was time to throw the dinner party of the millennia, the standard was set so high that 2,023 years later, it is still called the Last Supper. The king has a penchant for details. He said, when I have the Last Supper, I'm not going to have it at the pool of Bethesda because I don't want the room to smell like chlorine. He said, I'm not going to have it at the well in Galilee because I don't want unbited participants to show up. He said, I'm not going to have it in Jericho because I don't want the walls to fall down. I'm not going to have it in the gatherings because I don't want any demons to think they can show up and dance. Said I'm not going to have it in the garden of Gethsemane because there are too many droplets of my own blood on the ground from where I was praying. For the serious of your next step, you are going to have to safeguard your space. Big mama and them used to lay down the law. Ain't going to be no cussing in here. Ain't no fighting in my house. Love has got to live in here. When I moved to Atlanta, I was contending with all kinds of allergens that I didn't have when I was living in Baltimore. It was hard for me to breathe. Hard for me to sleep. Hard for me to find any level of ease. It was only after I got a humidifier in the room. God told me to tell you that he is now fumigating your environment. Whatever it is that's been keeping you up at night, whatever it is that has been bothersome, whatever it is that has been nagging you, God told me to tell you, I hope you'll shout about it, stop going in rooms where it's hard for you to breathe. Stay out of rooms where you got to watch your back. Don't go into rooms where they talk about you after you leave the room. Stop returning to rooms where you feel unwelcome. Stop being present in rooms where they expect you to shrink the size of your intelligence, your charisma, and the grace that is on your life. If they don't want you in that room, shake the dust off of your feet and go to a room where you are welcome. Jesus has 12 disciples, but he pulls out two of them. And he says to those two, I know you're trying to figure out where will I have my last supper? He said, I want you to go into town and you're going to find a man who has a picture. Follow him. The disciples asked, where are we going to have your last supper? And Jesus said, go into town and find a man following, holding a picture. Follow him. Jesus, where are we supposed to go? He said, go into town, find a man holding a jar. Follow him. I don't know who this is for, but I want to say to you that God will never have you follow a man who's empty-handed. 
all the more he's got to have somebody in your life that can pour into you aren't you tired of being around folk that only drain you but add no value add no worth add no merit into your life he said find somebody that can pour into you when you are running on empty Proverbs chapter 18 verse 16 says that your gift will make room for you Jabez prayed in 1 Chronicles 4, verse number 10. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. Not only is what you are getting ready for getting ready, but I need you to know the size of the room you are getting ready to step into. You are getting ready to walk into a big room. No wonder you've been feeling claustrophobic. The walls have been closing in on you because it does not match the size of the call that is on your life. You are so valuable to God that God is knocking down walls so that you can spread your wings and fly into your greatest level of capacity. I need you to just stretch out your arms right where you are. Here it is, the reason why you know God has got to move you is because you are just overlapped into somebody else's space. But God said, watch what I do in this month. I'm getting ready to put you in rooms that are in the size, here it is, of your prayer life. I'm going to put you in rooms that are in the size of your expectation. I'm going to put you in rooms that are in the size of your anointing. I'm going to put you in rooms that are in the size of your calling. This is a renovation period. So God said, you've been hearing a lot of noise because I had to knock some stuff down to make room for who it is that you are. Said, um, said follow that man. And when you follow that man, I want you to follow him. Watch the direction because there is uh, no GPS maps. He said, follow him and he is going to take you to a room, but it will not be a regular room. It will be, watch what the text says, an upper room. God, I wish I had Bible readers right through here. Uh, you remember in Acts chapter 2 that they are in the upper room in one place and on one accord touching and agreeing with the evidence of speaking in tongues he says I know why you're in this room you're depressed about my death but I'm going to change the environment of the room that you are in where you will have evidence of the Holy Ghost being in your midst I feel bad for the people who think where you are is where you are getting ready to stay but even if you stay there watch God change the environment where God will feel welcome in that place I need you to look down your row and tell them prepare yourself there's getting ready to be a move of God in this section I need you to look around there tell them prepare yourself this ain't no regular Sunday worship you are getting ready to have an encounter with God prepare 
yourself. Says I'm putting you in a room. I can only put you in a room where they can handle your body. I can only put you in a room where they can handle your body if they are distracted by your physicality. They'll never be able to handle your spirituality. If you think all there is to me is my size, my shape, and my height, you are getting ready to miss who it is that God has for my life. I need some people in this room that know physically I don't feel my best, but spiritually I'm ready to jump over troops. I'm ready to cast out demons. I'm ready to shift the atmosphere. Because I'm putting you in a room, but the room has got to be able to handle the body. And if they can't handle the body, then they are not prepared to be in the room. The most pronounced question asked by black families is who got the body? Uh, Y'all ain't saying nothing to me because I want to make sure it looks like what it's supposed to look like. Who got the body? I want to be able to recognize who it is that's there. And that's what God is asking today about the body of Christ. What happened to the body that you sitting in here like you in Staples Center? What happened to the body that you sitting there like you in Mercedes-Benz Stadium? This ain't no play. This ain't no symphony orchestra. This ain't no Tyler Perry production. When I come into the house of God, this ain't Fox Theater. I gotta open up my mouth. I gotta give God glory. Y'all ain't ready for a move of God. I better stop right here. Can you get the room ready? Because God said in this room, miracles are getting ready to happen. In this room, bodies are getting ready to be here. In this room. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Be seated right where you are. I'm coming. Hallelujah. I got to get the room ready. Hallelujah. I said be seated right where you are. I got to get the room ready. Hallelujah. Alcoholics are going to come in this room and are going to be sober before the benediction. I got to get the room ready. Folk that were thinking about committing suicide are going to speak to every devil in hell. I shall not die, but I shall live to see the salvation of the Lord. We got to get the room ready. Every witch and every undercover demon that came in this room with the spirit of distraction, I bind you with the blood of Jesus. I need you to open up your mouth and get the room ready. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I said you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I think y'all got it confused. God said what you do in this room, I am going to duplicate it in your house. That 
the same power that's here is going to be there when you get back home. I don't need you to shout like you at Newburgh. I need you to give God glory like you want angels in your living room. I want you to shout like your child's bedroom is covered. I need you to magnify God like your refrigerator will never be empty. Get the room ready. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Musicians, let me walk by myself for just one moment. Be seated right where you are. Uh, thank you, Holy God. I feel glory coming in three minutes. Hallelujah. I feel glory coming. Because God said at your house ain't no keyboard. In your house ain't no drum set. I need God help me. You getting ready to shift atmosphere. I need you to grab your neighbor by the hair and tell him I'm changing a room today. When I go to work tomorrow, the spirit won't be the same. When I get back home, the spirit will not be the same. When I go to the interview, the spirit will be in my advantage. I need you to grab that neighbor's hair. For 10 seconds, we gonna fumigate the atmosphere. I need to hear a sound of worshiper that need the glory of God to fill this room. Come on, I can't hear nobody. I said the glory of God. Hey, 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 thank you, Holy God. I dare you to put your hand on your belly. I need to hear the sound of a lamentation. Would you just cry out under God? Hey, 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 hey. I can't hear you. I need you to lift up your voice. I bind the spirit of sickness. I bind the spirit of mental disorder. I bind the spirit of divorce. Change the atmosphere. You may be seated. Thank you, Holy God. Hey, hey. Thank you, Holy God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel this glory in this room. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Holy God. God, I wish I could just got five, five screamers right through here. Hey, 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 hey. Come on, get the room ready. Prep the room for surgery. Somebody who's sitting on your row. 
tumors are shrinking in this room. Get the room ready. Hallelujah. Say something. Said the room is ready. But the question that has to be asked is are you ready? Are you, are you ready for um, your prayer to be answered? Are you ready for what you didn't expect to happen? to literally take place? Are you ready for God to exceed your expectation? Are you ready for God to embarrass your enemies? I hope 10 of y'all will shout about it. Are you ready for God to pay a bill that's past due? My problem, ladies and gentlemen, is that it's, uh, it's 1049. God help me. Um, hallelujah. It's 1049, and, and the problem is um, check-in is not till 3. God, I got the wrong church right here. Y'all don't know when to shout. I wish I was at my church. Listen. Hallelujah. And, and what you do next is going to be a clear indication of what kind of faith you got. I want to know how you're going to respond if whatever you've been waiting on is prepared by three o'clock. God, I can't hear nobody. That by three o'clock this afternoon, expect your phone to rush. I can't hear nobody. That by three o'clock, our email is going to be sent. By three o'clock, a knock is going to be at the door. It ain't supposed to be ready for you until three o'clock. Musicians, I'm ready. It ain't supposed to be ready till three o'clock. But I went to the front desk. I went to the front desk at a hotel in Fort Lauderdale and said, I can't go like this. I got people who waiting on me. I got an assignment. God help me. There's something important that I got to do. Ain't no way I can wait till three o'clock. She said, it's, it's above me now. The only thing I can yield you to do is to talk to the manager. God, I can't hear no worshipers in here. I said, where is the manager? He says, he says, wait a minute, let me go get him. The manager came out and said, how can I help you? I said, I've been through a whole lot trying to get here. God, help me. I, I don't like the way I look right now. There's an assignment that's over my life. Is there anything you can do to change my time schedule? The manager went into the computer and said, give me one moment. He said something that I got to repeat to you today. He said, I don't ordinarily do this. God, I can't hear nobody in here. 
but there's a presidential suite available. And because you asked for it, I'm gonna upgrade you. I need some screamers in this room that God said you ain't gotta wait till three o'clock. God said check-in is now. I need somebody to just start walking where you are. God said step into your new room. Step into your new assignment. Step into your new job description. Forgetting those things which are behind. I press towards the mob. Y'all still there looking at me. I dare to lift up that hair like you checking into a new room. I need you to just start walking where you are. Like doors are opening up for you. Check into your new room. Whatever you were born to do. Whatever you are called to do. Whatever you are anointed to do. You can't go the way you look now. God got a change. They go into the room that is already prepared for them. Y'all not gonna like it. And there's bread and there's wine. And in 2023 years, nobody has ever asked who purchased the bread. Nobody ever asked who brought the Merlot. When they get to the room, what they need is already there. Non-screamers, this ain't your shout. God said this year, I am gonna make people take care of your essentials. I can't hear nobody in here. You ain't gonna have to worry about rent. You ain't got to worry about car notes. You ain't got to worry about your insurance lapsing. God said, I got everything you need. I'm assigning somebody. We don't know who bought the bread. We don't know who bought the wine. All we know is that they got into a room and Jesus is so clear that he's throwing himself a party about the next chapter of his life. The other 12, when they showed up, they didn't even know what it was for. I need you to do me a favor because the people on your road got no idea what you were called to. I want to go a step further. The people around you don't even know what room you getting ready to step in. But on this, the first Sunday in February, would you just give God glory for where you see yourself going next? Come on, I can't hear nobody. Open up your mouth for where you see yourself. Oh, y'all ain't going nowhere. I said, give God glory. You will make it into the next room.
That hand is already lifted. I want to pray for you. That what you need for this next chapter of your life. Softly, musicians, I need you to hear me clearly. What you need for the next chapter of your life, hear me, is already prepared. Maybe this side will help me. Who you need for the next chapter of your life, God is getting ready to send. That hand is lifted. He said, in this room, I plays no games. In this room, I'll show you who's going to betray you. In this room, I'm going to show you who's going to deny you. In this room, I will expose who's going to stick to you. Because it has already been prepared for you. I speak over every lifted hand that whatever you've been preparing for has been prepared for you. I pray that for where you need to go, money will not be required. I pray that God will send somebody into your space who has a picture that will pour into your idea, pour into your business, pour into your goals. Here's for 50 y'all that are shout, and will pour into your children. I pray of every lifted hand that God this year is releasing to you an additional piece of property that you otherwise do not qualify for. And those of you who want to shame the adversary, I want you to give God for one minute a sustained sound of worship. Here it is. For what you believe you are prepared for. Come on, open up your mouth even right now. Come on, open up. I can't hear anybody. I said, open up your mouth. What's wrong with y'all? I said, open up your mouth. What you're prepared for. He had to, family. He had to make sure this room was ready to break a generational curse. Because 33 years before this, his parents went to a hotel and they told his parents, no room. He says, I will never live under the pressure that my parents had to live under. What was shut to them is going to be open for me. Mary and Joseph only needed room for three. And Jesus needed room for 13. You carry a lot more responsibility. And more people are depending on you than what other people realize. But today we break that curse. We speak enlargement over the life of every believer. I speak increase over every person that can hear my voice.
I speak real estate over every renter that is in this room. And those of you who come into agreement with me, I got to move. Every person that comes into agreement with me that God now is uh, making room for your next level. Did y'all hear what I just said? He's making room for your next level. They, they, they didn't even know how bad they needed you. I don't know where you are. They got to create a whole new job description just to hire you. God will create room. God will make somebody else get a job out of town just so he can free up the house you're supposed to live in. God, y'all ain't got no... He will make somebody transfer to another college just so your child will get a scholarship. God will make room. Feel something pulling on me right through here. I feel real estate opening up. I don't even know why. God, help me. I said, I feel real estate opening up. Maybe it's for people online. I feel real estate opening up right through here. Hallelujah. I don't know where you are in this room. But those of you that are believing by faith that God is getting ready to bring room to your life. Your children are not going to have to share room. You ain't going to have to live with relatives who make it feel like it's a burden for you to be there. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You ain't going to have to go to sleep to the sound of sirens and ambulances. God says, I'm getting ready to put you in a place that matches your assignment. Wherever you are in this room and you're believing God and you're praying by faith for real estate to open up for you, it may not even be residential, it may be commercial, it may be for your business, it may not even be real estate for you to live in. You're going to rent it out, make it an Airbnb, you're going to have a second and third stream of property. I feel like I'm talking to some people in this room. There's some of y'all, I hope y'all will shout back to me. You want to move, ain't nothing wrong with the house. You just sick of living there. You want God to put you somewhere else. I want those of you that are believing God for real estate. Hallelujah. Strips of land for acres to be released. Those of you who are in litigation over family property, I can't hear nobody. Those of y'all that are believing you're going to have real estate and all of it ain't going to be in Georgia. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I want you to get your best seed in your hand quickly. I need you to do it quickly. I want you to get your best seed as close to 100 as you can. As close to it. Those of you online, as close to it. I want you to get it as quickly as you can. Even if you're doing it by phone, follow directions. I want you to get that seed in your hand, that check in your hand, your phone in your hand. I want you to come tap this altar when you leave that seed. And I only want you to shout, room. Come on, quickly, wherever it is that you are, move quickly. Room, I need room for what God is calling me to do. I need room, hallelujah, for where it is I believe that God is going to take my children. I need room, hallelujah. I want you to move like you believe that God is going to do it. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing 
to somebody who needs it worse.